Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Sarah. <laughs> and I'm Gage. And you're listening to Pot of Dough with Sarah and Gage. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded because we were so discouraged by what happened during our last recording session that we almost just gave up it completely. That's not true. I mean, we knew felt, we had to finish this. I felt like I wanted to. I felt that way for a while. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really enjoy this. I just, I really understand, like, why podcasting is, like, people's jobs, and it becomes, like, what they do. Because if you want to, like, do a good job with it, it's time-consuming. I think I'm gonna burp. Uh. Oh, no, that was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, anyway, what happened, we are recording, currently we are going to be focusing on episode 16, Free Falling, and, you know... It, it just kind of sucks, because we already recorded this episode, but it, we recorded over it yeah, with our episode 17. That's what happened. So, we're going to run it by you one more time, one more for the fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this episode was actually really eventful. That's why we, we were thinking about just skipping it, but then we realized how important of an episode episode 16 was, so we decided to stick with it. Yeah, it's a crazy plot-filled drama fest. I mean, this plot was hard to explain even even when I was it was fresh on my mind, and now it's just way back in the day. Yeah. So we're going to stumble through this plot real quick. Let's it, read the Netflix synopsis first. Luckily, it's a pretty <clears throat> memorable episode. Yeah, that's, so. yeah, there's at least that. Like, if nothing else, we have that to hold on to. as Because, like, I've watched this show many times, so... Hopefully, it'll stick. For the Netflix synopsis, I have... <clears throat> Kat is upset when her parents ignore her 16th birthday, birthday and throws herself a huge party at, the har- at their harbor front home as revenge. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't... For some reason, the phrase harbor front is making me really angry. Angry? I don't, well, I'm like... Are you kidding me? They have a harbor front home. Like, a ballerina and a choreographer. They're, like, really, like, that rich that they just go and get, like, a harbor I mean, front home. I mean, ballerinas are rich, aren't they? I don't know. I think they are. Celebrities. Like, really, really good ballerinas. Well, yeah, but she is. She's Natasha Willis. Okay. So, the monologue begins. And it's basically Tara saying, As dancers, we learn to control all of our body. And, um... But there's a weird, like, overlay with this, this, like, episode's monologue where the big group, like, the big ensemble cast is getting a lecture about what? We don't particularly, we don't really know yet. But based on the Netflix synopsis, we can probably say something happened at the party. (laughs) If you want to piece that together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, then Tara says, but you can't control your heart. You can. <laughs> Maybe you, can, you shouldn't. You can control your actions that are spawned out of what is in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And then, jump back, time-wise. Jump back. Yeah. I want to get back to the old day when the phone would ring and I knew it was Kat. Or Natasha Willis telling Kat that her mom, that she's not going home. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, um, 
there's a there's a cute little like party scene out out on the cafe where um <laughs> it's Kat's sweet sixteen. She's just now turning sixteen. She's just now turning sixteen when she looks like a twenty year old. But that's com- well, a twenty year old does not dress or makeup herself. <laughs> also, what's her sign? Oh, I don't know. I feel like behavior wise. She's like an Aries or something. I was, maybe. I was thinking, like, a really messy Libra. Ah, get off of, no, maybe. Maybe a Sag? No, not Sag, because Christian's a Sag and we haven't seen his birthday any other time. Also, it's like, summery outside. It's summer, it's Australia. It's Australia summer. So, but not summer. Oh my god, I feel like we talked about this in one of the other episodes. No, we talked about it when we recorded this the first time. Oh, because we tried to figure out, we tried to figure out what, oh my god. Because they like just came back from break. Yeah, but is their break, their break is probably, that's probably like their winter break. Or I mean our, what our winter break is, like December-ish. Oh, she could be an Aquarius. She's quirky like that. Wow. That's a, I don't know much about the signs. I only know stuff about mine, um, Sagittarius, and... Cancer and Capricorn. That's about it. I don't... You're fake. Yeah, Geminis are fake. That's it. That's all I got. I pointed to myself. You guys couldn't see Because <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Um, yeah. And so she's like, it's my birthday and it's my birthday. <laughs> and I want someone to throw cake at me. God. <laughs> we get it. You're like fun and like looking for adventure like if there were a cliff you'd like jump off it like right now except when you did that in episode <gasps> two you were too scared to do it <laughs> oh my god um, <laughs> we get it if there was a cliff right here you'd jump <laughs> off it <laughs> oh my god um, and Petra's the only one who's, like, willing to throw cake in her face. Well, not willing. Everyone else throws cake that they miss. Oh, yeah. Because that's, she, that's, like, me. And she, like, does it. And it looks like one of those, like, whipped cream pies just, like, splattered it like, all over. So it was obvious. so fake. It's, like, so obvious that she threw cake out her face and then they did a jump cut to, like, someone had, like, put stuff all over Kat's face. And then it was, like, this is, that's not what the cake would have looked like. Yeah. And then she says something like, yeah, Petra. And then Petra goes, oh, but of course. And her, like, really annoying, like, that's not a German accent, is it? I don't it? know what Really doesn't sound is. like it. And that's but not, of pro- course. That's she, like, not says a proper like that. response. <laughs> and nobody says that. Oh, God, it pissed me off so much. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> she is wearing, oh, well, we'll talk about fashion later. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. will. <laughs> but Kat gets a call from her mother, Natasha Willis. Telling her that she won't be home for Kat's birthday. And uh, she's really sad, but she decides to make up for that sadness with a house party at their harborfront home. Woo! <clears throat> Tara walks up and she's like, I can't believe that I forgot to come to your birthday celebration, Kat. That's ridiculous. And well, it's not exactly a celebration. It's just it's like, like a little like, get-together. Acknowledgement. I guess. During lunch. She's like, oh my god, today's your birthday. Anyway. Yeah, but whatever. Um, Ethan and Kat, like, see that something's kind of, like, wrong with Tara because she's, like, spaced out. She's not really, like, a spacey kind of girl. So she's, like, they're, like, what's going on? But we later find out that Tara is just very concerned about her fuete turns. They mention that, they mention that at least, like, six times this episode. Her fuetes. Uh, you know what else she's concerned about? (laughs) 
Her kiss with Christian? Yeah, the fact that she cheated. Oh my god. You need to back off. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, but basically, um, at Pada de class, um, Tara can't do her fuerte turns because she can't trust, she said, well, she says she can't trust Christian. We know, we know as the audience that it's because she's all out of sorts because she has feelings for Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, maybe you should trust yourself first, which like at first ridiculous line, but then I just had the epiphany. Tara's not trusting her feelings, which are automatically that she cares about Christian and wants to get to know him more, but Ethan's the person that she thinks she's supposed to be with because they're creatively compatible. Creatively compatible? Yeah. Like, because they, like, dance? Well, it's not just that they dance, it's that, like, Ethan is, like, inspired by her dancing, and it, like, fuels his art. Jesus Christ. That's so cheesy and so disgusting. Am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I just hate it. Yeah. <clears throat> but basically, they like go into like the little locker room. Like Christian and Tara go into the little locker room to try and like figure out what's going on. And Tara says, "Look, you need to stop whatever it is you're doing." And then Christian throws out a throws out the "You're not even my type" thing again. Yeah. <clears throat> and to that, <clears throat> in my notes, I wrote. Repeating lies doesn't make them true, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. (laughs) Yeah, but Tara basically is like, basically is like, well, I guess we're not going to figure this out, but don't say anything to anyone. Christian. (laughs) Do you think that's fair to like initiate cheating and then to tell like the person? Well, I wouldn't say she initiated it. Like they both kissed. Yeah. But, like, it's their experience, too. So, like, are you allowed to be, like, you need to keep this under wraps to protect my reputation? Well, I mean, with Christian, it's not like he's going to tell anyone. I mean, who, who does he talk to? That's a Kayla? Sammy, kind of. Sammy, kind of, but not really yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, Christian doesn't have... Christian isn't a super good friend with anyone yet. But, basically, um... <laughs> we come back to class, and there's a short little scene where Sean asks to DJ... Cat's party and Cat reluctantly agrees, and um, Petra says she's gonna come help set up for the party beforehand because they're all they're all excited to have a party. I mean, they're sixteen year olds. Well, Ethan's like eighteen and hanging out with these sixteen year olds, but you know that's just how it goes sometimes. I guess. I guess everyone in his class hates him. Probably because he's really arrogant. He's really arrogant, and well, character flaws later. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So then we do, like, a little um, cut in the middle of the episode to another, uh, like, a voiceover. Like, a mid-episode voiceover, which we don't get very often, which is kind of fun. And it's basically a retelling of the pros and cons list from... Oh, God. What episode was that in? Episode 5. Real Men Don't Dance. dance. (laughs) No, it's It's not not from episode 5. It's probably, like, 6 or so. It's, yeah, something like that. It's a cute little callback to, like, the beginning of, like, Tara's feelings for him. Yeah, but this time, it's, um, it's ba- it's basically her saying all of his pros, but then, like, giving reasons for why they are. Like, she's kind of, like, lost the magic that's there. Like when Yeah, she said- she's, like, convincing herself, like, logically, like, oh, this is why, like, he he's smells charming. like Christmas. <clears throat> this is why he, sm- it's, he smells like Christmas, because it's just his soap. Yeah, like, the magic's gone. Here are the facts. 
But what I'm confused about is, what does Christmas smell like? Cookies. No. I was thinking pine. Oh, whenever she says he smells like Christmas, I always imagine he smells like sugar cookies. That's disgusting. Or maybe peppermint. Or gingerbread. But those are very seasonal smells, so that's weird if he uses that all year round. Yeah, Especially if he, like, I I imagine he's, like, a guy who, like, sticks to very, like, typically masculine, like, things. That's why I was thinking pine. Yeah. Do they have pine trees in Australia? I don't know, but they sure have wallabies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. But basically, she says Christmas is just like his soap, and, um... One of his pro slash cons, I don't really know which one it is, is that he has to waffle her. By <laughs> <laughs> waffle, that sounds gross. By <laughs> waffle, I mean he has to inter- when they hold hands, he has to intertwine their fingers together. Which like who does it? Is Tara saying she's a pancaker? Because that's gross. Pancake means to like class pans, basically. Yeah. With someone else. Let us know. Are you a waffler or a pancaker? I. Have sweaty hands, so I would rather like not touch anyone's hands at all. I was I was talking to our listeners. I but I'm glad we're having this conversation. Well, I mean, I know you're talking to the listeners, but I was going to throw in my little two cents there. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. I just thought I'd make things clear. Okay, and uh, she's and she says like he's smart and he's inspiring. And he's kind to animals, but she seems kind of like weirdly reluctant about it. Like she doesn't seem like she knows all those things, but she doesn't seem too happy about the fact that. Yeah, there's, she's not, with there's him. not a lot of like passion behind it. Yeah, she's just like convincing herself. Yeah. Mm. It, it's it's hard for like your crush to live up to your expectations when you actually like get to know them a lot of the time. Yeah. And uh Tara and Kat seem kinda tense because I don't know, Tara's dealing with all these like internal turmoil that she's not like voicing, and Kat's also dealing with internal turmoil that she's not voicing. And they're both like expecting each other to like ask about it and like care about it. Yeah, which is kind of and not realizing that the other doesn't really have the mind space to do that right now. Basically, like, if you want to talk about things, you need to, like, say you want to talk about them. I think and then most people will be willing to listen. I think that's a good point. But that they neither of them did that. No, not at all. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> so, like, the rest... Not the rest of the episode, but, like, for a good portion of the next part of the episode, there's, like, a... it's There's, like, a parallel between Tara's private lesson and the party... Like, they kind of jump back and forth pretty often. So I'll just go down, like, the party list. Like, the yeah. party plot. Because, like, let's be real. Like, the dance... Like, the private lesson was not that interesting. And just... Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's just, like, she's not really accomplishing her fuete turns very well. And it's because she wants to, like, be in control of, like, her body the entire time. And Miss Rain's like, you gotta let go. And, yeah. like, give in to, like, I don't know, gravity. Or, like, physics or whatever for a few seconds. Yeah. And Tara's like, but I can't. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> okay. And like, um, so Petra and Kat are like sucking helium and Abigail's like watching and Sammy's mom calls to like make sure that there's going to be like parents at this point. Which is weird because Sammy's at a boarding school. Like, I feel like he's like past the point where he needs to tell his mother like all of his plans. Like, you're not under close watch of her anymore. Yeah, but they are in the same city, so... Sydney's big. Sydney is big. Yeah, how big? We've had this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we have. Was it on the part that we recorded? No, that was a different... No. Okay, we've had... Okay, so Sydney's huge. I feel like... Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, 
Anyway. Okay. So, um, I'm sorry if you can hear a dog barking. My dog is going insane. It's going to be a common theme. It's because she's a roach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm halfway convinced that my dog is just a cockroach. Like, in disguise. (laughs) Like, a huge... Not a huge. My dog is, like... A dog-sized cockroach. A dog-sized cockroach. Like, in that it just scuttles around. Looking like a dog. Completely unrelated. At least I didn't leave my dog outside to get eaten by other dogs. Like Tara did. Oh, I was like, (laughs) was that she towards me? What did I do that? No, I think that might be next episode, but yeah, that definitely happened. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know it's next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, and the party seems pretty lit, but, um, and Abigail, like, Comes, which is kind of a fun surprise. Whoa, the party hasn't started yet. You didn't talk about how they made jello shots, and Petra didn't know what they were. That's not that big of a deal. I was going to get to that later when Petra was like... I'm just saying it's important to go moment by moment. Oh, is it? (laughs) Is it important to go moment by moment? Yeah. Do you have your notes written from this episode that, that are like good enough to like go moment by moment no okay well then i think i'll control this section whoa (laughs) i'm kidding anyway (laughs) they make jello shots and then stop looking at me like that okay they make jello shots petra starts loving them because she's like wow this day's kind of weird but i'm into it because they're alcoholic and, um, <laughs> Abigail, like, Abigail and Sammy are at the party. They're kind of having a little bit of fun. Um, uh, Diplobrat shows up. Oh, God. I think his name's Lucas. <clears throat> yes. I hate him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I also swear that Diplobrat's actor is a different person than he Probably was. Probably not. Probably not. But Probably I just s- got a haircut or something. He looks so different, Sarah. Like, so different. I don't remember his face enough to be able to say granted, he's way. a Granted, he's a white guy, and it's hard to tell the differences, but, like, I feel like he's different. Yeah. It's probably not. I mean, I don't know why they would get a different actor for such a small part. Yeah, that'd be Who weird. Cares? Just, to... yeah. Yeah. But basically, um, she's like, <laughs> Kat hears, overhears people making fun of her party. Yeah. They're like, wow, this like ballet girl's just trying to pretend like she's cool. Yeah, so she ordered a rent a crowd, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I've never heard of people doing that before. Well, I mean, it's not like she didn't like actually rent the crowd. I, I know. Like, <laughs> I, I've never heard of people mocking parties in that fashion. Oh yeah, yeah, and she's and she, so Cat gets drunk. Petra gets drunk because she doesn't realize that Jello shots are alcoholic. <laughs> And Kat's like, I've come to cut the cake. And she like she like gets like cake all over her like shirt because she runs into someone with her cake in her hand. Cause she's trashed Cause to she's deal with her emotions. Trash to deal with her emotions, you know. The huge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, alcoholism isn't funny. I know, you're the one who laughed. Whoa, don't I wasn't saying I was saying that as a as a you don't have to be like this to me. I'm really sorry. Thank Do you, you want some feathers? No, I don't. Oh. Okay, don't take my offerings of love. Stop picking the feathers out of the blanket. These are the same feathers that were already picked out. Okay. 
Gage's blanket has feathers, and I think that's really great because I've only ever seen pillows with feathers before. Well, the thing about you see, this is what you think. You think that it's great, right? And then you think about how they get the feathers? No, no. Oh, because no, that's pretty they, bad. I don't care how they get the feathers. Animal cruelty? What? Yeah, okay. Oh my god. You know what I do care about, though? The fact that if you're laying naked under this blanket, it pokes you in all <laughs> the places that you don't want it to because the feather pokes are sticking out. It's like a barbed blanket. That really is. You sucks. have to wear clothes to be under this blanket. I bet a masochist would really like that. Well, yeah. But you have to wear clothes if you want to be comfortable under this blanket. It sucks. I don't have an issue wearing clothes to bed. Well, I mean, I don't... I mean, I usually wear underwear, but, like, that's not enough to cover my body. Yeah. It's just crazy how, like, the norm for guys is to, like, only wear underwear to bed, and that's just not a freedom that, like, girls have. Like, the expectation is, like, you go to sleep in pajamas. Usually cute, silky ones. Is that the expectation? Or fluffy ones. I mean, in media, yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that because girls' underwear is generally uncomfortable? Oh. No. Well, like, I see most, like... I mean, I guess, like, bras are. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Like, I mean, y'all can sleep, like, with, like, just, like, your little... Panties. panties. Yeah. Panties on. I but, forgot the word for panties. But then you can't leave in a fire. Like, you're, you're allowed to be out in well, public I with your shirt on. Sometimes I, like, sometimes I, like, nakey it. No way. When I'm sleeping. Also, like, because I have sensory issues, I like the feeling of clothes on my body when I'm sleeping. Like, there's no way that I could, like, ever sleep, like, without clothes or a blanket on top of me. Just, like, free sleep. Well, I could never do that in general. That's just weird for <laughs> people who can't do that. Not only scare me, but I also... <laughs> but they also make me want to, like, reevaluate my position as a human in this world. Because <laughs> that's just, like... Not, like, that's cold, literally and figuratively. Like, that person who does that isn't a person. <laughs> they don't have a heart. They don't have feelings. No, they just, like, go through the functions of being something that needs to sleep. Yeah, they're like the aliens from, remember that show V? No. There was, like, a show. Okay, it was, like, a remake show a few years ago of the show from the 70s called V. It's about aliens that come down. And they, like, take the place of humans. Oh, do you mean Kyle XY? No, I don't mean Kyle XY. <laughs> In fact, I've never met Kyle XY. Also, wasn't he a robot? Do you say I've never met him? I've never met Kyle XY. Oh. <laughs> also, wasn't he a robot, not an alien? He was an alien. Oh, yeah, you're right. He didn't have, like, a belly button He or didn't something. have a belly button. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. <laughs> no, we have <laughs> Kyle XY. That guy, the guy who played Kyle XY, is gay. And he was on... Worst chefs, like worst cooks in America, celebrity edition. Oh, is he a bad cook? Yeah, I watched that show a lot while I was in the hospital. Oh. Yeah. His name's Matt Dallas, I think. He has a husband. Aw. Yeah, they're adorable. Love successful romance. Me too. But just because you're married doesn't mean you're inherently successful in your romance. That's true. I mean... And speaking of that... Speaking of that... Tara is in a relationship, but is it going successfully? (laughs) We need to get back to the plot. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Kat and Lucas go upstairs to go get cleaned off, which basically means that Lucas is going to try to rape her. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, that is what happens, but that's not what going to get cleaned off means. 
Well, that's what he like, said. Like, that wasn't inherently what was bound to happen because of that <laughs> statement. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyway, um, Lucas tries to... He's going. He tries to push her past where she wants to go. And she says and, no. And, and she's and, drunk, so she already can't give consent in Yeah, general. and he's like, well, you've been talking for long enough, so you kind of owe this to me. And she's like, no. And then Christian is a dos ex machina. Deus ex machina. Deus ex machina. And just comes in at the right time and is like, hey man, get off of her. Well, actually, this one kind of makes sense, because he was like looking for her for a long time anyway. I need to unbutton my pants. You do that. Why are you doing that? I, my pants were too tight. Uh, <laughs> I wear really tight pants, and I'm sitting in a position that made my stomach kind of roll over it. I totally get that. I just call it my stomach on the podcast. <laughs> it's a mixture of stomach and tummy. Yeah. <laughs> like yesterday, I couldn't wear the pants I wanted to because they'd be pressing against my stomach, which would really hurt since I had been puking for nine hours. Nine? Nine. Nine. The back nine, am four, I right? Four to one. In the morning? Four in the morning to one in the afternoon. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Kat <laughs> probably puked because she drank so much. Any, okay, wait. So <laughs> That uh, was my segue back. So here. Abigail sees a, a picture, like, wow, okay. Petra asks Abigail to take a picture of her and Sammy because she's trashed and she, like, wants... Or as I like to say, wallpapered. And she like wants... <laughs> and she wants to... She wants to remember Sammy because she has a little, little bit of a crushy on her. A little crushy crush. Maybe. Yeah. And, um, and Abigail sees the picture that Petra took of... Who are they? Tara and Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Kissing on the beach. Kissing on the beach when they were looking Kissing for... Kissing on the beach. Kissing on the beach. <laughs> When they were, what were they doing? Trying to look for the dog. Yeah, what was the dog's name? Sparky. No. Sparks. No. Zoinks. <laughs> Ziggy. Ziggy. <laughs> Ziggy Starbest. <laughs> what, did, what did its real name end up being? Like Lady Marmalade or Some... something? <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, so she like sends the picture to herself because she's a mischievous little girl. And um, Tara finally shows up, and um, oh no, she does the thing where she's like, "Send all like the no, thing she that, like that." Yeah, she, oh, does, she sends okay. it to herself, and then she sends it to everyone, right? Yeah, sure, but like, <laughs> not only exists like in teen shows, like who just has like everybody in their school Especially in their contacts? Petra on a flip camera. Yeah, because <laughs> Petra's like a new student. Okay, whatever. Um, Christian, get. <laughs> Did you hear me stutter over there? Yeah. <laughs> Christian gives Kat a little scolding because of her drunkenness. And I also wrote, and I wrote drunkenness and, but I have no other word written after <laughs> that. So we're just going to say that it was just her drunkenness. Irresponsibility. Yeah, maybe. Recklessness. Yeah. And Tara kind of pulls Ethan aside and is going to tell her, tell, tell him that she like kissed Christian because she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to keep it anymore. She doesn't want to like, have that secret holding her down. Because her fleche turns can't take it. And 
<laughs> Which, like, is always that big conflict. Like, yeah, like, it feels good to get off of your chest, but then you're, like, making the other person feel worse by, like, knowing that new truth in their life. So if you cheat, is it better to just, like, keep it to yourself if you promise to never do it again? I don't... That's a, that's a good moral question that we should explore right this moment before we're done with the plot. We'll explore it later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... But Ethan, like, while she's trying to tell him, Ethan gives her, like, this cheap little bird necklace and is like, oh my god, I know you've always wanted to fly. Like, it's from, like, Icing or something? It's from, like, Claire's. Like, I don't know where- Icing's the older version of Claire's. It is? Yeah. Oh. Oh my god, we were on the same page. Yeah, we are. Um, Kat and Christian both, like- (laughs) Oh, wow. That was- Okay. Yeah, there's, like, a weird, like, heavy conversation where, like, Kat's really upset. She's like, yeah, I'm just, like, so messy. And then, like, Ethan and Tara are perfect, which, like, kind of came out of nowhere. And she's like, I'm seriously imperfect, but so are you. So it was, like... Oh, it that's was... what this word says. I was so... I, like, the reason I stopped during my last sentence was because I had no idea what my note said, and it, I wrote the word unperfect. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, underfeet. Shouldn't it be imperfect? <laughs> yeah, it should. That's why I was so confused looking at it. Um... And so she's kind of, like, bringing Christian down with her, but also I guess it's kind of true, because, like, Christian has a lot of just, like, inherent life issues, like, where if you put his life on paper, it'd be like, oh, that's imperfect. Um, and then, like, they start kissing. Yeah, and then Tara, from her conversation with Ethan, looks over and sees it. (gasps) And then Abigail sends the picture out. (gasps) And then... (laughs) And then Ethan sees it, and well, or Ethan and Kat. Both Tara see it. Tara runs away because she's like uncomfortable. Yeah, and Christian goes to like find her, right? I yeah yeah, and like then and then like at, and then Ethan buzz buzz Ethan checks his phone. Buzz buzz Ethan and Kat check Ethan's phone, <laughs> <laughs> and it has the picture of Christian and Tara kissing on it. Um, Chris like. <laughs> Lucas is still at the party after Christian tried like stopped him from raping Kat. Yeah. So that's good. Um, they f- start fighting, like literally fighting, like attacking each other. Wham wham. Wham wham. Boom boom. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> and, and then and and at the same time, Petra just vomits all over Abigail. Blah. Blah blah. <laughs> Uh, Ethan runs up to, um, Ethan runs up to stop, like, Lucas from attacking Christian, because Lucas is bigger than Christian, so I guess he needs help. And, um, then the police run up, and everyone starts running away. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, after that, um, Tara tries to claim responsibility, like, we jump back to the lecture that they were getting at the very beginning. Yeah. Jump forward. Oh, you're so It's like a little flash forward. Do you remember that TV show? We've talked about this before. The TV show Flash Forward? Oh my god. It was like supposed to be the new Lost, and then it totally failed after a season. I totally... I watched it. Because they did Flash Forwards and Lost? No, it was... No, it wasn't based on Lost. It was like gonna be the new Lost. It was like... It had like a weird, like, kind of like... Sci-fi, like... Like, premise. Mm -hmm. Which was that, like, at one point... It was, like, on ABC, like, maybe, like, five to eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
It came on, like, right about when Lost ended, back when I was still watching primetime television. So I was, like, fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, it, like, basically what ended up happening was that everyone, like, fell asleep one day, or, like, went unconscious for, like, a minute. Like, everyone in the world went unconscious for a minute and then saw the future, like, six months ahead at the same moment. That's, that sounds a little familiar. I never watched it, but I probably saw the ads. I did watch it. It was pretty intense. Was it good? It was good, but then they started getting weird. Like, there was, like, this weird, like, there was some weird, like, this tower is emanating a pulse that ma- knocked everyone out. And everyone was like, what? Then just knock down the tower. And everyone was like, no, we gotta keep the tower. And then they started worshiping. It was, like, a whole thing. <laughs> but it, I feel like no one shared that experience with me of, like, watching Flash Forward. Because I definitely did watch it, and I really wanted to. Thank you. Anyway, um, Tara tried to claim responsibility for, like, the thing, and so does Christian. But they're all punished equally. Except for Cat. Yeah, because they're like, well, Cat, we know that you're a fuck-up. <laughs> so you're gonna not go to class anymore, <laughs> which yeah, is kind of like what she wants. She's on, she's on probation. Probation. Yeah. Probe, probation. 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 Sebastian. Sebastian. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better down, down where it's wet to take it from me. me. I definitely watched something with a character named Sebastian. Glee. No, I'm not there yet in Glee. Oh. I don't know what it is. La La Land. Yo, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Sebs. I'm so... I went through the entire movie until, like, when you see his sign at the end of the movie. Not even the first time when she draws it. And I was like, I thought his name was Seth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 After this podcast, we're going to talk about La La Land together, because we need to... We haven't talked about it yet. I don't really want to have that conversation, because I know you have a different opinion than I do. Yeah, we sure do. Okay, but anyway, the end of episode monologue starts, and basically Tara just says, Yeah, I'm just really confused. I don't know which way's up. Thanks, Tara. Really insightful. Wait, is this one where she has the weird thing where she falls at the end? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> sometimes right. you really should be afraid of falling. Was what she said in her, she, and, and I was like, "That's a bad lesson." Like, yeah, you always <laughs> should be scared. And then she face plants into the ground, and they had like a kerplut sound. <laughs> like it was like her it was face, like, her face. Hits the ground. Yeah. Like, she just, like, snacks her it head It was, like, the, the real-life equivalent of, like, when, like, you die in a video game, it does the... <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pac-Man just, like, shriveling up and dying. Yeah. Oh, my God. That... I forgot about that. That was so funny. Yeah, it was really bad. <sighs> they make really random, like, editing decisions sometimes that are really bad. Yeah, they really do. Like... Like that, like like that weird, like how dramatic, like the really like dramatic, like Abigail dancing her like audition for the scholarship thing with the bees, and then she like then she falls down and like it's like there's no end. You know the random bees um, sound that they use in Glee sometimes. No. Yeah. We're not talking about Glee. We're talking about Dance Academy. Whoa. Okay, fine. We can talk about Glee. For, like, a few seconds. No, because it's when, like, she, uh, Quinn finds out that the Lucy Caboose like, signs are everywhere. And so she's, like, chasing yeah. through the hallway to, like, tear them down. And there's always, ah! And it's, like, bzzz, ah! 
Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's used really effectively. Okay. Anyway. I'm not going to lie. I, like, I, I wasn't lying to you. When they did the Lucy Kabusi thing, I cried. That's really weird. Because, like, it is sad, but it's not, like, that sad. Like, she was like, just a weird, fat kid. I have, like, weird, like, bullying issues, I think. Were you bullied? No, I was a bullier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> I was bullied. You were? Yeah, how are we friends? Well, I mean, well I you didn't... weren't the one bullying me. <laughs> oh, man, that makes it sound bad. Okay, throw it back, listeners. I In <laughs> elementary school, I was really worried about the being gay thing, so I took it out on one of my male friends. And, like, it wasn't, like... I wasn't... Part, to prove to, that you had, like, male aggression? For, for, to prove that I was, like, masculine, you know? Yeah. And I wasn't... I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, looking back, I wasn't particularly, like, awful, but I also wasn't good. Like, I wasn't a good friend. He was a soft boy, he was so a soft it made it boy. even worse. He was a soft boy, and I was just trying to be, like, you know, one of the guys, you know? So I, like, every so often I, like, throw out a little quip or something, and, like, it would be, it would be like, fun for me, but then I'd feel bad because I was, like, I'm gay. You still kind of do that sometimes. Well, I do, but they're funny now. My little my quips have gotten better so that it's so that I mean funny as opposed to just yeah but it's still mean. sometimes mean. Well, yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah. But anyway, I I think that's why like that's okay. Another piece of media we're just throwing out there. That's why I love Stacy from Radio Rebel because or I don't love her, but I don't I I don't it's not that I love her, it's just that I feel like she was like You're very sympathetic. She, I'm very sympathetic and like I cry every time her little like she does her little like weird like <laughs> <laughs> she does her weird like talking in the mirror and putting on her tiara the moment. If you haven't seen Radio Rebel, second best decom ever. Watch What's it. The first? Lemonade mouth. Okay. I'm like a new decom kind of bitch. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know why. Third, probably like Smart House or Luck of the Irish. No. I love Luck of the Irish. I don't think I've ever watched Luck of the Irish all the way through. Oh my god, then you missed the potato factory part. <laughs> There's a potato factory part? <laughs> yeah, potato chip factory. Um, I really, I love Read It and Weep. Oh, I don't. Huh. What? What? Which one? Which Panda Baker was that? The small one. K. K. Well, I mean, there were both in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, God. What was the name of her character? I know that the, the persona was, like, Izzy, right? Is that... Are you sure? I think so. But her... Yeah, her sister played, like, her book self. Yeah, I think her, I think her book self was Izzy. It was really weird, though, because, like... Kay looked really young in comparison to the people who were playing her friends in the movie. That's And then true. I remember that, like, in Stuck in the Suburbs, Danielle looked really old compared to her, who her friends were in the movie. So I was like, they should have switched. Even though Stuck in the Suburbs was, like, a few years before Reading Weep. Also, Minutemen, great decom. Oh, that's true. I watched a movie with the tall guy for Minutemen the other day. Oh, the it's one on who was also in Sky High? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what movie? Uh, it was called Good Kids. Was it good? It was actually really good. Kids? It was, it was like, it was one of those fun, like, escapism teen movies. Like, it wasn't particularly cinematic or, like, amazing oh, you, or anything. You know a movie that I think that, like, I've been really wanting to watch? I'm like, who's going to watch this with me? And I was like, Gagewood, 20th Century Women. What's that? It's like a coming-of-age movie in the 70s with this boy who's, like, being raised by his single mother and all, like, the women in his neighborhood. Oh, yeah, sure. That sounds good. 
cool. Okay, anyway. back to Dance Academy. We took a detour there to talk about literally anything but Dance Academy. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, a lot happened. Yeah, it was very dramatic. Very dramatic. So, like, Kat's kind of having a breakdown. Um, Tar's kind of having a breakdown, too. She's revealed to, like, the entire school. Which, like, she did do a bad thing, but the fact that, like, it has to be, like, displayed so publicly is, like, really nasty. Honestly, Tar was just, like, okay, I, I get the whole, like, I'm not extremely, like, against her whole, like, cheating thing. But, oh my god, is she whiny for having, like, done something. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, this isn't something that just happened to her. You know yeah, what I mean? Like she's, she's the just, perpetrator. She's the perpetrator, and she is so whiny about it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, girl, get your fuetes on point. Oh, that's funny, because it's ballet. <laughs> get your fuetes, get your fuetes good, and then get yourself good, but don't be so upset about it all the time. Yeah. Like, have your couple days to mope about it and be angry at yourself. I mean, I guess this was, like, a day. So, and like, then I get guess. over it. Yeah. Do you think she's, well, I don't know, this is a hard question because we know the answer, but, like, based on, like, how things are going right now, do you think, like, her and Christian will get together? I feel like the situation's just entirely too messy for them to think about it right now. Yeah, like, that's, like, I feel like that's not even on the radar. Because, oh my god, because she, like, she's, she's still dealing with the fallback from Ethan. I mean, it's nice that she was planning on telling Ethan, and it wasn't like, oh, we're just addressing it because I'm forced to, because everybody knows. Maybe. It goes back to the whole thing of, should you tell somebody? Like, if you're, like, continually, like, unfaithful to your partner, that's not cool, because, like, you've set an expectation for each other in, like, if you're in a monogamous relationship... That you're gonna, like, just be there, like, for each other. And then, so to betray, that's, like, really bad. Um, but, and, I mean, then again, Ethan is so boring. No. So boring. But, like, if it's just, like, one thing, like, in the moment, and you're, like, recognizing, like, that was a mistake, and I'm not gonna do it again, then, like, going and taking the trouble to, like, tell the person, it's gonna hurt them, and it's not gonna fix anything except for your guilty conscience. Well, the thing so, is, so I don't know if like conscious conscience. I know. The thing is, is that in a if you're if you know that you're in a teen TV show, you always tell because you know it's gonna get out some other way. But I mean, in real life, no. Like I think if you if it's if it's a small like little kiss like they shared that probably isn't gonna get out. But that's, like, a big secret to keep from somebody that you're supposed to have, like, a trusting relationship with. But that's, like, sabotaging the future of the rest of your relationship because of, like, one small thing that society has put, like, a really big taboo on. Yeah. But her- the thing is, though, it- Tara wanted it to just be, like, a quick one-time thing, but it wasn't. Like, it made her, like, completely, like, doubt her, like, love for Ethan. Which, in that case, I feel like she should tell. Yeah, like- if it's like a the, it, the course of her feelings for him were permanently altered, so they wouldn't have been successful if she had just kept it to herself. I mean, she was yeah, she's gonna tell, but then it just ended up colliding in an awful, awful way because Abigail is just mean. I don't know if it's this episode. It might not be, but it really fits in this episode. Sure, anyway. Um, where like Petra says something. That's like... But of course. No, no. She's like, you should put 
more if you put like more effort into dance than you oh, did into like being one. mean, then maybe you'd be a better dancer. Which, yeah. True. I mean, Abigail's just like a mean spirit as of right now. You know, like I feel like she hasn't got. She hasn't like. She's that's her natural state. Is just mean. Is it just because she's spiteful. insecure and she just wants to see like other people like be messy so she can feel like she has it together? I guess so. Or to show that she has she has the ability to wreck other people's lives, which shows that she's powerful. It's probably control. the control thing because yeah. she had because I mean she had an eating disorder and everyone says that those are rooted in control issues. Yeah. And and also she had she had the kleptomania thing. Yeah. And and like the kleptomania thing, she she described it as her wanting control. Yeah. So it's probably that. That she feels like she has, she can have she has control of her and the lives around her, which isn't cool. It's not cool. Yeah, yeah I wrote in my notes: Snoop, bitch, chaotic evil, Abigail. <laughs> Snoop, bitch, chaotic evil, Abigail. That's true. Yeah, it made me really angry. Like. She just went so far out of her way to do that. Like, sometimes you just, like, accidentally happen upon being mean. Or, like, if the situation's right in front of you, then you're kind of bitchy. But, like, to, like, like, make a plan for yourself to, like, go and, like, ruin somebody, that's just so bad. Petty. It's petty. Like, why why ruin someone else's life when you can ruin your own? What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just don't like... Like, right now, Abigail's just, like, probably not likable. Because, like, she did nothing this episode that was, like, fun. She just did mean things. Yeah. And also, why does Sweet Sammy like her? I don't get it. I... I mean, I guess the heart wants what the heart wants. Does he... Does he, like... Is he a masochist? I have a theory... But it can't be talked about until other things happen okay, later enough. in the season. But no, like, I, I'm i serious. Like, is he, like, a masochist who wants to be, like, hurt by her? Well, he it could stem from his father issues. Where, like, oh. the type of, like, love he's used to getting is a very, like, abrasive one. Oh. Oh. And so That's he's clever. He's like uncomfortable. With that was definitely explored things. in episode five. Real men don't dance. Yeah. <laughs> like I think Sammy's used to like having to like work for the stuff he wants. So like if he were just to like he had Mia for a while, and then that just wasn't doing it for him because it was like okay, here's this like girl who's like perfectly fine and loves him, but like where's the edge, and where's the like friction? Yeah. Yeah. God, that's kind of... Sad. Sad. Is he going to be okay? In later seasons, we find out that his relationships are not going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Wow. Nothing about Sammy is okay. Wow, Dance Academy is really... Mean to Sammy. Not mean to Sammy, but, like, in general, like, when you think about it, and, like, in terms of his characterization, the, like, type of people that he goes for... He's got a fleshed out character. I, this watch around, I really, really love Sammy. Like, I, I think I was, like, saying that about Kat, but, like, as we've, because obviously we've watched ahead of this, because we're, like, re-recording this. We're re-recording, um, and we've, we've, we've both gone up to episode 22 at this point, so sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
I'm really appreciating Sammy and the direction that the show goes in the later part of the season. And, like, I don't know. He's just a really good and, like, mature person. And he's really thoughtful and, like, a good friend. But he's not, like, perfect. Like, sometimes he's, like, a little rough. And, like, sometimes, like, makes decisions that he thinks are diplomatic. But, like, I don't know. Are kind of cowardly. Yeah. Um, And I think he just really... That I relate to him in that aspect. Yeah. And I think he likes making, I, I think he likes making situations better and, like, being a fixer. So I think he likes being around, like, people that are a little messy. Yeah, like, like he, Abigail. Yeah. Um, because he just, he likes helping people and, like, getting them back together. Because he's good at it. Fair. I don't think he, but it's nice because he's not like doing it so he, I don't think he does it so he can feel good about himself and be like, look at me, I'm so good at helping people. This watch around, I've really been focusing on Abigail. And like, this episode sucked for Abigail because she had no fun development. Yeah. And was just being a bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's about, like, I mean, she went to a party, which is kind of big, which I feel like is kind of big for her. Yeah, but she obviously has never been to a party before, as Sammy pointed out. Yeah, because she. <laughs> oh God, what's that line that she says in the middle of the thing? It's like it's like oh parties, people people who are hooking up and ha- like what is it? Something dumb. I don't Talking know. about how cool they are and hooking up just so that they can <laughs> go to school. Go to Talk school. about how they're cool they were, how they hooked up. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. But it is kind of sad that she's never been to a party, because, you know, that's just how, I guess that's how serious girls, serious dance girls, it just goes for them sometimes. Oh, yeah, I and mean, she has to, like, let go and, like, learn how to, like, party dance instead of, like, ballet dance. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I think my biggest ugh of the episode is, like, ugh, Abigail, don't be a huge bitch. But also, ugh, Tara and Kat, just talk to each other about how you're That's feeling. a very, yeah, that's like, a huge Like, you guys are, like, uh, best friends, like, and you never talk to each other about your vulnerabilities. Kat drank herself into oblivion and then kissed a boy for no reason because of how emotionally distraught she was about her mother. Yeah. And, like, and Tara... How nobody's paying attention to her. Yeah, and Tara's, like, literally, like, having a breakdown, basically. Or not breakdown, but, like, a social breakdown, because, like, now her, like, secrets are coming to light. So, basically, they need to, like... Be there for each other. Yeah. But they're not. I don't know. The whole, like, Tara with her fuete turns was just, like, an annoyingly obvious metaphor. Yeah. Which was annoying. Like, it was just, like, not... I wasn't... That was my ugh. It was, like, the long... The private with Rain, where she was just like, you just gotta give it up to fate. And, like, Tara's like, but I can't. Yeah, like, fate? What does that have to do with ballet? <laughs> I don't know. It just wasn't... It was stupid. Um, fashion... They've all got party clothes on. Most of them were cute. I really liked um, Petra's party look. It was very chic. I didn't hate Kat's party look. She kind of looked like a hooker, but that's how she looks at every formal. The dress party. was good, but her hair was stringy and her makeup was like her really. Her hair's like always stringy. It was especially stringy. Really, yeah. I didn't notice. I thought so. I like the dress. Yeah, the dress is cute. Abigail's was fine. It was very Abigail. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone, I mean, all the males look like the males. Oh, and then, like, as always. Um, Tara wears her horrible boxy purple dress again. Ugh. But her hair's, like, down. Her hair's down, so, so it looks better. better. It yeah. looks better. <laughs> I hate Tara's purple dress with all of my being. 
It's just so ugly. It's just so ugly. It's just also really weird to me how often they repeat clothes in this show, because usually in TV shows they never repeat clothes. Yeah, you're right. They're going for the realistic thing. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. This show's pretty decently realistic. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how the dance world is, but, like, in terms of, like, people and their actions, I feel like it's pretty, pretty good. People Nobody their goes out of their way to be that... Generally, people don't go out of their way to be that petty like Abigail does. That's true, but I feel like there are people out there. They're just rare. Yeah. Especially people who have, like, huge control issues like she does. Yeah. Music? Nothing memorable. Nothing memorable. I mean, Sean does a good... Does a fine job DJing. Sure. <laughs> oh, I just realized... Okay, there was a... <laughs> There's a party that happens later on that I realized I had a comment about the music about, but not this one. Is it the formal? Yeah, it's the winter formal. Yeah. But this one was so, like, I don't, I don't know. This one, this, none of the music at the party was, like, anything more than just a bass to put behind people talking. Yeah. Christian and Ethan's relationship is in shambles. Christian and Ethan's relationship like, sure is in shambles. Christian's like, thanks, mate, or like, sorry, mate, or whatever. And then we're... Ethan's like, I'm not your mate. We're not mates, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I hate We're not Ethan. mates, mate. I hate Ethan. <laughs> Ethan is so dramatic and so arrogant. Uh, but not when he finds out that Tara cheated on him. That's true. Like, he kind of looks at the photo and Kat's like, I'm so sorry. And, and he's he just like, goes, gotta go. <laughs> I just don't like him. I really don't like him. He's probably my least favorite character right now. He never, in the entire series, he just like never really does anything that I'm that makes me excited. Okay, that's a lie. Because when we like watched ahead for like these episodes... Uh, in, like, the later part of this season, I was like, "Oh, good for you. And then, like, the bird necklace, it was very cheesy, but, like, it was a nice gesture. Like, he didn't know what was wrong. So, like, from his understanding of the situation... That's he, true. That's it was like, a gesture. That's, like, how he could think to make it better. And that was really nice. He's generally a well-meaning guy. I don't know. You don't think so? Well, he likes Tara, so he's gonna treat her well. But does he really bother to treat other people well? I mean, he doesn't treat them badly. He just has, like, a natural selfishness. I don't know, his weird, thing with, thing. his weird thing with, like, Dana was, like, oh, disgusting. Skeevy. Skeevy. Yeah. Very skeevy. Very, I'm a straight guy, and I want a woman. Yeah. Which is kind of gross. Also, it was really funny. I, this is just going back to that episode. I just loved it when she was like, I'm, like, 22, and you're, like, 18 or, like, 17 or something. Yeah, and he's like, I'm 18. She's like, okay, so I guess I'll let it slide. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. She really shut him down with that one. Yeah. Was Tara a rebound from that? Uh, Timing-wise, it did seem like that. Huh. Interesting. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. Well. I mean, Tara and Christian, no. Tara and Ethan theoretically could have a conversation and hash this out. Theoretically, yeah. But they don't. Spoiler. (laughs) <laughs> theoretically i mean right now i feel like tara's focus it's funny tara's focus is way more on cat and fixing a relationship with cat as we see in next episode which is than anything good, else because they're best friends that's more important that is true friendships over ho ships that's what we we call dating now because people say relationships but you have platonic relationships too like that's the overarching term yeah you're right you're right we should call them ho ships yeah ho ships 
Okay, well, do you have any final thoughts? I really don't. I mean, this episode was all plot and no real... All, all plot and no, like, metaphor, symbolism. That wasn't... In, that was interesting enough to talk about. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. There was no development. It was all just plot development. Mm-hmm. I don't like Petra. She's fine, I guess, but I don't like her. Oh, kind of weird that, like, everybody just laughed at the fact that she was getting drunk unknowingly instead of, like, telling her. <laughs> like, that's, like... <laughs> Kind of creepy and weird. Um, what's your rating? What's my rating? I'm gonna say, just in terms of, like, pure drama, this one was, like, eight and a half jello shots out of ten. Which Um, is probably how many Petra had. (laughs) No, she had six. One for each color of the rainbow. Oh, wow, you're right. There's actually seven colors of the rainbow. If you go to Roy G. Biv. Yeah. If you go red, orange, yellow, green... Blue, purple. <laughs> Who does that when you can have Roy G. Biv? Not everybody has access to indigo. Really? Because in America, it's one of the biggest crops behind tobacco and rice. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, your rating? I guess, I don't know what I gave it last time, but right now I'll give it like an eight, like, uh, bird necklaces. I really don't have a fire for this episode right now, because we already recorded the episode for for it so i'm like i'm just kind of like yeah this happened yeah it's it's all good yeah um so tune in next time for you guys we'll be talking about uh the midsummer stream episode What's for that? us we're gonna be talking about episode 19 next that's a lie we're gonna be talking about episode 18 next <laughs> yeah we sure are because we're skipping 17 because we already recorded it and... yeah oh never forgive myself for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you sure won't you have anxiety um yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you then. Or I guess we'll never see ya. <laughs> Unless we do, like, a fun, like, meetup sometime. Email us if you want to have a meetup. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. No creepies, please. <laughs> <laughs>